back, everybody, to the Evian Gamer Podcast. Uh, today I'm joined with Zach and Dakota uh, and myself, uh, Phil. Today we're going to kind of go over some of the stuff that we've been playing and then uh, what's up and coming and some release news of the day before. But uh, we're going to start out with uh, Sons of the Forest. We've been kind of on that here and there playing and uh, really kind of been seeing a lot of updating coming through different boss battles and whatnot. Uh, I wouldn't say I need to clean up the map or anything, but they're definitely cleaning up the AI and, uh, you know, Kelvin, I think they really worked on him too and, uh, you know, patching some of the glitches that you can kind of skim off of it. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, obviously the the game came out in early access, um, what was it, last month. Um, it was a really fun game. Um, you know, obviously it needed released in early access. Um, you know, it's it's a beautiful game. Um, the story makes absolutely no sense because it feels like they did the uh the landing on the island and then they did the um the very end and then uh all the middle just did not exist um it's a really odd choice to be able to complete the game without even knowing what the story was um yeah that was kind of weird that you just we kind of walked to the ending by accident yeah um the, the final cave like we didn't even know it was the final cave until it was like all right you beat the game good job um so so what what are what are some likes that you guys have about this one compared to uh the previous forest game? Uh a lot of my likes are the kind of free range building. You you kinda you don't have you're not stuck to one type of building on your map. Uh it kinda also supplies Supplies aren't in huge demand, but I like how the bullets are scarce, so you actually have to use your melee weapons a lot, uh, and then you kind of have to rely on your skills of 3D printing or making your weapons or whatnot, which I mean, it was kind of heavy on the forest, but I think you get a yeah. blunderbust or something like that. I, I feel like you got like 18 different ranged options and like you know the same two melee options like axe better axe katana and then like a spear now my my gripe with the ranged weapon in there is uh like the bow and arrow you have no sense of aiming with it unless you shoot enough with it to kind of get an idea where it's at. It's, it's even the guns. I don't, I don't know if the shotgun or the handgun has an actual reticle to look at. Maybe iron sights, but... Yeah, the pistol had, um, like, pretty decent iron sights. The, the shotgun, it looked like your person was holding it by their hips and then, like, holding the barrel up towards their face and shooting the gun, you know like they were launching a mortar at somebody. It was it was a really weird, you know, 
you know, normally, you know, when you play games or if you've ever used guns in real life, you, you look straight down the barrel of the gun and you've got your bead at the end and that's how you, you know, you line up your shots and um, in this one it looks like you've, you know, you're, yeah, holding holding your gun like a flag and trying to shoot it that way. It's very odd. And also the, um, uh, all the attachments for the guns are in horrible places. You want to put a flashlight on your pistol? Well, no, you can't see any longer. Or, no, the the pistol shotgun. flashlight was good. The shotgun flashlight, you you would put it up on top where your sight picture would be, and then now you can't see. Same thing if you did the uh, the reticles on either the pistol or the shotgun. And uh, what was the other end? You could get a slingshot in there too. Right? Yeah, we found a slingshot. Yeah, I yeah think. they added that. I think not on the last update, but the second to last. Mm-hmm. Now, weren't wasn't there talks of a uh, Log sled. Yeah. yeah. Yep. They're doing a log sled. They've, I believe, they've got that implemented now, or they're doing it their next update. Yeah, it's not on this last update. They is definitely one of the things I could really appreciate in the first one. Is, I mean, you could get ten logs and take it to exactly where you needed it. But then I guess you get Kelvin for that. But uh, yeah. which they updated Kelvin to where he can take two logs at a time, which yeah. is, you know, that's kind of nice. The man can pull him out of thin air. Yeah, just I mean the fact that he can carry two now is it's tremendously thing. helpful. Yeah, and they've got it where he can finish more blueprints than what he was able to before. See, I don't know. I still the my only issue with this one like great game but like it's just the crafting is very limited on this one it, it does feel like there's left or less crafting that you can do like um all the armor types you you've got i think leather armor and and bone armor and stuff like that but like all the all the other hides there's no use for it outside of like the leather armor that's all you can use it for you can't strip it down to make more cloth you know, you can't you can't use it to make bags to carry more things, which is you know, you, you can carry tons of stuff in this one right out of the gate, which is nice, but you lose that sense of progression and sense of achievement that comes with, you know, hunting down the animals and doing that. Because it's like your 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 meters go down at a decent rate, but food is so readily available that doesn't rot like you know the ramen cups and the cereal boxes and the you know the the mres and all that stuff it's so easy to find that you don't really even ever have to hunt in the entire game yep. well like not even just like that but like um like on the last one how uh i don't remember exactly how you, how it came about but like you f like could find extra blueprints like for the like essentially the secret buildings that you could build like yeah, I think somewhere in caves and uh, underwater or things like that. It was like a church and mm -hmm. watchtower and all that other stuff. Which I mean, I guess in this one you could just build it. Yeah. Yeah, but it was it doesn't feel like it was as not cool, but like as, as much as like a story kind of thing. Yeah, it w it would be nice to get like some more basic blueprints of like. Here is general house shape, like, or um, I, I want to just, like, quick build a wall. I can just, like, you know, I, I can yeah. set up, like, a wall of this many, like, logs across, and I can just, like, 
here's my blueprint for this wall, this wall, this wall, and this wall, instead of just having to, you know, lay it all down and, you know, yeah, I could keep definitely. track of how many logs you're putting in a line. Well, that's where, like, that's the kind of issue you run into, is because, like, you can't have Kelvin build a wall because there's nothing to mm-hmm. fix I, that. I, I definitely think that they should implement some kind of building mode that you can not like creative but like you can actually put your character into a building mode that you can put up like ghost walls and i think you're that's what you're kind of yeah exactly like maybe like something even closer to like how you know fallout 4 for all of its issues the crafting system and that was was pretty fun um and again you could you know you just would have your materials that you needed i'm not saying obviously this but you know you've got your mode you can plan out where you want your stuff and then you can come back later when you've got the resources and then build it. Right. And you know, kind of like how the first forest it had where you, you'd have your ghost outlines of your stuff. But at least you have more freedom with building things in this one. And it, and it feels a little bit easier to get the wood to build the things. Um, you, you feel faster in this game. You feel stronger. You feel like an actual you know person. Yeah, and then the other thing, you're, as you say, stronger, reminds me, like, the strength meter, or, I I don't understand the stats, like, are you actually leveling up anything, or they're like, this is a pedometer <laughs> that says you swung this much, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, which we, I don't, did we ever even figure that out, because I thought it said it was a, like, half-implemented system, like, where they've got the frameworks in, and, like, you gain experience for cutting down trees and like hitting enemies and stuff like that, but I don't think they ever said if it does more damage, or it uses less stamina to like cut things down or swing your axe or whatever or what the deal is. I'm I'm assuming that's going to be the goal, but you know we all all three of us were at different levels and none of us could tell the difference between you know then or or you know when we first started. Yeah. And my other beef is they have an electric chainsaw with a gas engine sound. Yeah, and and, and the blade is too short to be able to cut through the entirety of a tree. Um, it, it'll cut through most of it, but then you have to, like, go all the way around to the other side and hack down the last, like, you know, what, two inches of tree? You gotta swing it. Yeah. I, I liked it. I, I liked it attacking enemies because it seemed like you just run up to them and Whatever it hit, it would cut off. Yeah, it was very satisfying fighting in the game. Um, I I feel like the pistols may be a little weak. The shotgun feels great. Shooting the shotgun feels fantastic. You know, you you, you blast enemies with that thing, and they're they're done. Yeah, if you hit them, um, if you hit them with the pistol, it seemed like it just pissed them off more than anything. Yeah, yeah. Unless you were fighting like the the very first starter guys, and then you could you could drop them. But yeah, I mean headshots with you know, the pistol against any of the mutants was like, you know, you're pissing in the wind. I, I definitely think they should come out with an update for with kind of, I don't know, more aggressive enemies. Not aggressive. Uh, I don't know how to... Like the RMZ and the Virginia and stuff. Like the actual big mutants. It's now it's just like this one's just a little taller than a normal human and it's got no face or nothing. Yeah, like the 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 fingers for a front guy is 
I mean, he's a little stretchy, I guess, but he's, you know, he doesn't really do anything. He hits hard if he hits you, but, I mean, he's back up, and he's no threat. Like, you have a, any sort guy. of range, you're good. Yeah, the stretchy guy, they're quick, um, and they do hit hard. They're, they are, like, intimidating, but, again, yeah. You, you don't have that scare factor from the big enemy. Yeah, and none of the, none of the caves feel threatening they feel like caves and then there just happens to be some dudes in it and you know yeah you like you get up to the, the forest and it's you got like like I said RMZs or Virginias or whatever you can hear them growling in the in the deep cave and you're trying to figure out where or what to watch out for and the caves felt dark and ominous in the first one they don't quite feel as and they weren't so linear in the first one. That was another big thing I noticed is like all you the caves, you never got forest. lost in the caves in, in Sons of the Forest. You would yeah. just go through and you just follow a path and everything was like I mean maybe claustrophobic but you know you just walk in a line. You don't feel like you you never get surrounded um, unless you go out into a big open cavern that they have every now and again. Um, but I mean it, it's, it's uh, the caves feel totally different. They feel like you're walking through a man-made path instead of, like, a natural cave that happened to be, you know, there. Well, and that's the thing about, like, the forest. Like, half the caves were linked to each other because they were guided around that, the like, the pit. Right, and none of them were, I don't think any of them were linked in this one. I think they were all separate. No. Yeah, there wasn't any that were actually linked together. And it was very odd that you would start the game and you would know where everything is. You'd know where every cave is. You'd know where every unique thing is. Like, it, it's it's odd that you, you know, you, you start out with a, a GPS tracker. Um, why isn't it where you would go to a GPS location and it would give you a clue to where a cave is or something like that? Um and then it would give you like a tool to go get the next marker or or so on and so forth you know where you've got like a, a sense of direction um because this one like how it starts is you know you've got all the locations so it's like you just go to whatever's closest and then you're like oh okay i can't do anything here or like oh i need like a shovel i guess or a key card and then you have to just wander to the next place like why even tell me that that's there like, I should just not know about it. Just, just you know, let me let me find some caves on my own, or... Yeah, it was, it was a, like, in the forest, it was very free-for-all. Like, you had two objectives. <clears throat> Make a camp, find Timmy. And you didn't get a hint by the door south, west, east, whatever, to go look. You had to go find clues, and maybe you stumbled across them. Right, which which is good, but I, I like that they've given you, like, the GPS and stuff, but, like, I wish that it was you doing the pinning and the things like that. And, like, even the GPS, like, when you do single player, um, it, it says, like, okay, find, you know, beta team or whatever, and that's where the GPS signals are. But it also gives you all the unique locations and where all the caves are located. I just don't think it should do that. I think you should ha go find, like, you know, your your other team members and get the info from them of, like, 
oh, there's a cave around, like, this area, and put, like, you know, like, a circle on the map, and or whatever, and then you can... Or even just having, like, a hand map drawn, and then you have to plot the points to try and figure stuff out. You know? Triangulate where the, the, the next main cave is based off of something along those lines. Okay. And speaking of Timmy... It, it was so odd that Timmy was like in, in the middle cutscene, but it's like you would never know it was Timmy unless you looked it up and they told you it was Timmy. Which we did. Which is what we had to do to even figure that out. Because it was just like, we walk into his room, all of a sudden it's a boss battle cutscene, there's some other dude we've never seen before shooting a giant blob, um, and then another guy walks in and he also shoots the blob, and then you get knocked unconscious and they're both gone and then you see them again at the end of the game where they pick up the helicopter. Speaking and it's like, which, I guess who, they, uh, who and why? They made that scene, that Timmy fighting demon boss scene. Yeah, I heard they made uh, it longer. Yeah. But it's like, why does Timmy get to fight the boss? Why don't you get to fight the boss? Or why does it not start out with cutscene and then they like throw you back or something like that and then you help them fight it or something why why cutscene in some giant cool blobby boss and then not let you touch it yeah i, it, yeah, I it, just some explanation to any of this would be yeah. nice because like like i said we didn't know it was timmy until we looked it up we didn't know it was did they ever say what the dad's name was I don't know. Even I don't know the if they ever did. But it's like, why put that one cutscene? Because it was like the only cutscene in the game besides the first cutscene where you land on the island and the last cutscene when you leave. And it's like, why bother? Just not put it in yet. Just don't, don't do it. Work on the story in the order of the story. Like, hey, the ending cave doesn't exist until like the story is done and you can you can play through it and figure it out. So I guess some of the new updates is a writable Night V, which is one of them one wheel. It's a Segway. It's a Segway without the handles. Yeah, which is an odd choice for a for forest a, mountain area. I could see like a dirt bike or something, but I don't know why that. Or even the golf carts that you see laying around everywhere, being able to just like make a battery or patch up a battery or charge it somehow and you know zip around in one of those and then you're gonna get night uh, then there's night vision goggles solar panels fault light bulbs and wires ramps and stairs uh buildable spring traps i've seen those uh here and there and some videos a working armor rack it replaces the mannequin and added buttons, option for delete save. Uh, also, limited amount of save slots to thirty to fix issue with Steam Cloud Sync. So it would it would um, basically you'd have so many saves that it would kind of overflow it, and it would like cause issues. Yeah, but again, you know, all all the complaining that we're doing about stuff. Um, it, it does go with saying that the devs have been working constantly on the game and they have a countdown timer on the game as you boot it up when next major update's going to release you know and they've been they've been very steady on the updates they've been working they've been tweaking stuff they've been throwing in new 
Like, there was definitely, like, you know, the first time we played from the very last time we played, we went into a cave that didn't exist before. Um, there are there were new people in there. Um, they put in a new boss fight. You know, they, they've been working on this game since it came out faithfully, you know. So, even if the game does have issues, the devs are aware and working on a lot of stuff with this and making it way better. Yeah, it's not like they just laid out to dry. They they keep washing it over and over again. Yeah, they're they're absolutely taking advantage of the fact that it's early access. They're getting feedback from everybody, and they are just hammering out the bugs to make it the best game that it can be. Yeah, like I said, I'd like to see more, uh, like vehicles, or I like the fact that they put a glider in. That's yeah, the glider's a little broken, but it's it's very fun. You shouldn't be able to um, go from like a small cliff um, and go down and then just keep gaining altitude and then be able to fly higher than the tallest peak of the game. Um, that does cause a little bit of issues. I spent, what was it, 15, 20 minutes up in the air just gliding around and finally came down when my guy was dying of hunger and thirst. <laughs> so, you know. It was awesome, though. Yeah, it's um, it's so much fun. In, and then uh, a boat, just a—I don't even need a crazy yep. boat. Just a, a little boat. raft. Uh, the houseboat. I missed the houseboat. It was my best friend in the first forest. It was just—I don't know. Like, I feel like it'd be nice to be able to traverse the water more because, it, yeah, you get sharks and everything, but it's just like there's no interaction with the water. Well, and it's like, uh, yeah, there, there's nothing in the water um, besides the one beacon out there, but that's, you know, swimmable dif- distance. There's sharks everywhere, but they're basically not a threat. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you've got a 3D printer. Um, why you can't 3D print a part to fix one of the dozens of boats that's around, you know, print, print a paddle, print something out like that. Or even if it's like, hey, you've got a 3D print, like, four pieces to build this one boat um that way you have to like you know hunt down the ink to to make the 3d printer or or work or whatever or every time you spawn there's more 3d printer stuff yeah they do they do have to work on the spawning thing because it's really easy to just be like okay i'm gonna take all the materials here quit load back in and they're all back it is helpful though because you know uh shotgun ammo is is king in the game and uh running out of it sucks yeah, I, I definitely. Uh, the other thing I'd like to see is a ammo reloader, like probably ne- put it next to the 3D printer or something, where you can make your shotgun shells. And if they want to make it realistic, like every so often you have a bad shell, like you shoot and then it doesn't. Yeah, be able to make junk rounds would be a good idea. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or rank up to the point where you're making good shells all the time. Mm-hmm. You're like boom, boom, all of a sudden, click. That is a bad one. I, that's that's for me the biggest thing that the game is missing is a sense of progression. It feels like your your only progression is just grabbing a new tool, but like you can grab all the tools relatively quickly, and then once you have them, and that's that's kind of it. And there there's no feeling of like success and improvement it's just like all right i got a new bauble and then it's like you get another new one and then the previous one stays in your inventory and then this new one is too and then it just feels like you've got a lot of bloat for no reason like 
why would my person who can never lose his gear because when you when you get knocked down you don't die you get tied up and then your gear is dropped at your feet instead of like taken somewhere else where you've got to like sprint across a camp and grab it from all the cannibals before they get you or kill this cannibal that's wearing your backpack and then you can get your other stuff back you know something where something along those times because it's like you've got a survival knife but it's like there's no use for it besides doing your crafting stuff. It's it's like one of the things to make your things. So why even bother with that? Right. You know, especially when it gives you the survival axe right at the start, too. Why would you even need the knife? Uh, it's cool that you can use it if you feel like it, but it doesn't really serve a purpose. But if your person got knocked out and they took your stuff to another camp or they, they you've got a cannibal that's wearing your back or they, you know, hell how fun would it be if you get knocked out and they throw you in like you know a little hole that they've dug and you've got to fight another dude to the death and then when you when you kill him you can get your stuff and get out or something something like, like, like that a yeah no i mean yeah you know but like arena gladiator pits would be cool right. and you know these are these are like mutant cannibal guys and i mean hell i'd watch it you know <laughs> yeah um it, you can make friendly with them yeah, yeah, you can do that stuff, but it's like, yeah, they, the relationship is always going to be one of, of violence with them. There's no interaction past, like, all right, they decide to start screwing with you, time to screw with them back, or whatever. Right. Um, it, it's, it is, it is a little flat. There is no, like, real extra stuff besides getting that one mask to be able to make a guy friendly with you in one specific spot. So. Maybe. No. Other than that, it's been a really good game. It, it is. I would still, I would still give the game, you know, a, a seven or eight out of 10 just, and you know, the score is obviously going to do nothing but go up as they improve upon the game. No, I, oh, I had high hopes for it. And, uh, it was one of those games I never really go into a game with high hopes because, you know, <laughs> cyberpunk. Uh, but it was a game that, I mean, delivered right off the bat. It it absolutely did. If they would have released the game as it is now and they would have been like, all right, here it is, $60 game. This is not early access. This is completed product. I think it would have burned a lot of bridges, but... They, they came out on us and they said, hey, look, we aren't going to be ready in time. We, we gotta, uh, we're going to release it now for you guys, but we're putting this in early access and, you know, we're going to work on it and we're going to take your feedback. I, that was the right move for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I, I give them high praise for just keep working on it. Yeah. As beautiful and fun as the game is, I absolutely would have asked for a refund if this was the finished product that they handed to me. Oh, yeah. Because, again, it, it was like, you know, almost like another Cyberpunk where the game was, it's, you know, the people that are into this game are really into this game. And if they would have just been like, here you go, you know, why would you give me a half-baked product? Why not just say you need more time? Why not just, you know, do what they actually did? You know, we're we're talking about games of being updated. Um, satisfactory. Has anybody ever looked into any more about Satisfactory? 
think they're on update seven, uh, I believe. Yeah, update seven. Which the last time we all played was update six. Was it six? I thought it was five. No, it was update. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was update six. We just never made it to six. We just stuff. never made it to level six stuff. Yeah. We okay, yeah, the last cool. thing that we all hit together is the nuclear power. Yeah. And we started working on that stuff, and as soon as we hit that, that's kind of when we all petered off. <clears throat> it's a good game. It's just there's so much stuff to do. There, there is. It, it can get a little, a little much. Well, well, the thing with the uh, kind of drove me nuts about the best factory is it is like you could get proficient, and then at the end it was like, okay, this is going to take like three years to finish, when it took like a month to get where we were at. Mm-hmm. I think what it was is we were, we just weren't utilizing as much of the map as we should, because we were trying to keep it compact in one area. Yeah, so that, 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 that is... The idea behind it. I is... think you're right. I think that's, that's a game where it's like, this area is where I'm doing all my iron production. This area is where I'm doing all my copper production. This area is where, like, and then just pipe the finished products closer to us and then set up the next stage there and just have it, like... Because, yeah, we, we tried to just stack everything and make it this nice small little thing, which is nice for when you're, like, wanting to grab materials to do shit yourself, but it is... It's a lot. Yeah. And it seems like, I don't know, it's very tedious. And sometimes it feels like you can do it faster yourself, but then you try to get the machinery to do it. It's a lot of balancing acts with it. Like too much power being used, blow breaker. And not enough supplies, you try to push it, using too much power to try to push it. It's just like... It, it did have a, a pretty punishing loop to it. It was... You know, when when you're when you're really wanting to have a, uh, a you know an OCD autism moment, and you're wanting to spend hours just making this perfect uh, homogenous creation, the game is fantastic for it. Uh, I mean, we we absolutely sank hours into that, just trying to you know perfect and craft and slim down on everything and make this you know a razor edge. Uh, uh, machinery and have it just be just as smooth and, as possible. Um, it's a really fun game. We should we should get back into that sometime, especially now that they've got the new update. So, oh, and then also on an update, uh, you know, we were talking about uh, the day before. Uh, they they got another pushback. Yep. Back and back in the news again. They got another pushback. If our, our mid-November, I think. That was the last one they said was mid-November. And... Yeah, so the last I heard from that is um, they are still working out the legal fee issue, whatever they have with the name. Um, The other company, the the calendar company or whatever it was, came out and said, yep, um, this is us. This was our name. We've got a, a thing over this. Um, and that's, that's all they've said. You know, they're in debates about the name and what they can do for it. Um, why it's an issue, I have no idea. 
Um, one is a calendar company. The other one is a video game that's supposed to come out. Um, I think it has something to do. They, I believe, they're based in um, Seoul or, or or something like that, and um, just how they've got their copyright laws set up there or something like that. Um, it's causing issues. Um, yeah, they they've also announced that they're releasing a beta for the game for people to to test it out and, and play it and give feedback. Um, however, they said that they are not willing to announce when the beta is going to be except for it will be much closer to launch i'm still not holding my breath about this game um as time has gone on the game is just it's it's screaming fake you know it's the the only new official trailer that i've seen from them on their actual youtube website uh fantastic as the devs um they had a one minute long sauna scene um where it was a extremely generic character it looks like a you know a base model guy um he walks through a set of double doors all of a sudden he has no clothes on except for like a boxer swimsuit thing and sits in a you know, a, a like Roman bath kind of setup where there's like 10 or 12 other people that are doing the exact same thing and he just sits in there and then a little text pops up in the top left that says um, saunas and baths help rejuvenate your soul um, and help with healing but, you know, it, it again, it was one minute long. It says that the dude sits in there for like 15 seconds as the camera kind of slowly pans around and then all of a sudden it's like whoever was playing it hit the B button or something and then the person like was walking back through the doors fully dressed again and that was that was the whole one minute video um so what that's supposed to mean what that has to do with gameplay besides the like I'm assuming you, you get water fixed up at your your you know you've got like a home base and then you can, you know, get a little buff to your health or stamina or something like that. That's that's about all I can see it being. This game is kind of feeling like, like a division more now, where you you've got a hub and you can do stuff at your hub, and then you get sent out on missions to go to locations. Instead of it being a pure open world now, it looks like they're kind of shrinking the scope down and they're going to do, like, a hub setup. You're telling me when you go sweat to death in a sauna, it doesn't heal you? I mean, it heals my soul. It heals my soul. Um, I I don't know. Um, I don't know what what their goal is with this game. Um, It feels like they were trying to drum up another larger studio or company to buy them is the vibes that I'm getting. Um, they, 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 they put out this tech demo, they drummed up a lot of business and they were just hoping and praying that somebody was going to swoop in and buy them and save them. But they had nothing besides that demo. Um, and so it's just been, it's just been a waste since then. So I, I think they're just, they're hoping and praying and clawing. They, they had um, another, like, 
developer vlog thing that they did um and it was just another uh this was a few weeks before um and it was just a rehash of the same stuff you know they showed that they updated some of their assets from you know an xbox 360 era game to an xbox one era game you know it's an unreal engine 5 so it has no choice but to be pretty um but i it i don't think the game is pretty because the devs put work into it to make it look good i think it's pretty because they're using unreal engine 5 if that makes sense now they did there was a law or a law being announced or put into some something about a game can't a game trailer can't be prettier than the actual game or something like that or better than the actual game the actual game trailer has to reflect the actual game uh, you know, I don't know anything about that. Um, I, I haven't heard anything about that, and it's it's pretty hard for them to, you know, make that a law, I would think. I feel um, like that's never been a thing. Yeah, I, I, I remember they were talking about it really bad when Watch Dogs came out, the first one, because it was a huge graphics downgrade um, from that. Because, I mean, the trailer is always going to be better than the actual game. Yeah, the trailer is always, because it's going to be curated, and it's going to, you know, have all these special effects and lightings, and, you know, they're going to really tweak it and have it just right. Mm. But, um, if not a law, then they need to have, like, I, I uh, regarding that, I think that they should have something labeling it as, like, hey, this is, you know... Version, you know, they need to have a version number printed on there, and they need to have, you know, um, it has to be stamped if it's real gameplay or if it's it's not, and it needs to be, you know, labeled of like, hey, this section of the trailer is real gameplay, this whole section of the trailer is just like a movie, you know, that way it's not gonna, they're not gonna mix like eighteen different things together to make it seem like it's bigger and better than what it really is. Um, I don't know. the The game uh looks it looks like a scam. I mean, if you only want to spend sixteen dollars, you can play a zombie game. It's called No One Survived. It looks about as good quality. It looks almost identical. Hey, it's like uh the new Avatar movie. Um, trailer made it look good, but uh, get to the fight scenes and it's so terrible. <sighs> yeah, the new Avatar movie was it was. It was pretty. Just like John Wick movies, every time they get to the fights, you know, like, here's... <coughs> well, it's like, you can tell when it goes from, like, cutscene video to, like, gameplay video. It's just so bad. Yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah, uh, A- Avatar... Uh, Avatar was a rough one, and I, I... I hold high hopes for the next one, but we'll see. I never cared much for the Avatar movies. I, I like I the like sci-fi the stuff. One. The first one was good. the The plot was garbage. Um, I mean, it's your typical like Civil War type <laughs> thing, but yeah, it is, uh, and and it's your typical like all you know, good guy is, is starts out on the bad guy side, and then he you know, it, it's literally Pocahontas. All over again. It's with, like with John Smith being like, "Oh, the Indians are the good people." Yeah, Indian. Yeah, which I mean, like you know, 
whatever. You know, uh, it, it is what it is, but it felt a little forced and it felt a little weird and it felt like a very much a, like, um, you know, humans are bad no matter what. They'll always pick the bad things except for the people that are willing to, you know, throw it off for some uh, blue alien uh, legs, you know what I mean? Some blue alien legs. Listen, they do got legs for days, though. All right. Legs for days. Well, considering they are like ten feet tall. You wanna, you wanna touch hair? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's like their whole thing, isn't it? At least it's better than uh, what was it, Dan Dan Schneider or or who who is it? The Rob Schneider. No, not Rob Schneider. Um, the dude who is the director for like you know iCarly and Drake that's and Josh. Dan, that's Dan Schneider. Is it? Yeah. yeah, the dude with the the foot fetish that would have all the all the girls that were ever in any of his things. Um, the weird foot things. Pretty sure about ninety percent of yep. the people in Hollywood are. Yeah, it's absolutely Dan Schneider. Yeah, he's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, looking back on it now as an adult. Um, and going back and watching like iCarly and stuff like that, it's like, man, this dude was just cranking it, cranking it, cranking it to every episode. And it was awful. If he had a chance, man, he'd he'd make somebody put something on their feet and stick it in the camera. Yo, bro, she got toes. <laughs> it was. It's a little uncomfy. Oh. Yeah. Well then. So, speaking of blood-sucking vampires... <laughs> it's not what we get from legs for days. <laughs> legs for days, Dan Schneider, foot fetish. Vampires. Uh, vampires. Uh, something, something, Hollywood elite. Something, something. <laughs> Redfall. <laughs> so, so Redfall is going to come out in two days. Um, And uh, i I got to say, I'm excited for it. Um, I was a little bit more skeptical at first when I knew less about it. But now that I've seen a bit more gameplay footage of it, um, it it's looking like it's shaping up pretty good. Um, Arcane's a great studio. Uh, I played most all the Arcane games that I I can think of, um, and this one looks like it's going to be another fun thing. It looks like boy, are they really coming out of the gate with a seventy dollar game with this? Yeah, this one's. Um, Series X and S and PC only. Yeah. Yeah, Steam is seventy dollars. Yep. This it's... game better be day late for to, days. Uh, shout out to Game Pass though. Yep, absolutely. Shout out to Game Pass. We're playing it free on that. I'm glad you said that because I almost said seventy dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I told you about that. Oh no, but. <laughs> Yeah, I've already got it pre-installed and everything. Yeah. Um, Wait, did you buy it, Will? No, I said I almost uh, spent seventy. I, I was gonna say I think he was looking on it, on getting it right now while we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. So I, I've seen a little bit more of uh like the combat and stuff like that. I don't know if you guys have seen anything. I've seen uh, a little. Uh, well, I don't know if you want to call it teaser gameplay, but seen some of the gameplay it seems like it's gonna be a lot of flashing colors 
I mean, it, it looks more of like a show more than it is combat. So, Ar- Arcane... Arcane has been developing a very unique style where um, colors are really colorful. Um, you know, maybe like it's got like they, they up the saturation just a bit more than what would be natural colors. Um, like, uh, what was their last game that just came out? Deathloop. Deathloop. Really fun game. Um, unique gameplay uh, is really fun. You know, if you've ever seen the movie Groundhog Day, that's it. It's Groundhog Day the game. Um, you play this guy named Cole, and you're um, basically you've got amnesia, and you've got a voice talking to you, which is basically you also um, from other you know universes, time loops, what have you, and uh, you're trying to figure out how to get out. And um, you know the game is insanely colorful. Um, it's quirky. It's unique. Um, Arcane has also done the Dishonored series. They did um, the I believe it was. 2016 the prey whenever it came out another great game series all of those were great um this one looks like they're they're taking that flavor and they're they're saying it's going to be like kind of like a far cry setup where your person is going out and you're 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 playing heroes in this one so it's not like your generic man a um, you're you're playing a unique hero, and they've got unique abilities and skills and stuff like that. Um, but you're taking your characters out, and you've got like you know outposts that you're going to go after, apparently. Um, and you're you know you're fighting vampires and vampire cultists. So your vampire cultists are going to be your you know your bog standard you know dudes with a gun that you're going to be fighting most of. And then the vampires are going to be, like, special infected of Left 4 Dead, where, you know, each vampire breed is, like, their own unique thing, where it looks like you've got, like, a tanky guy, and then you've got, like, um, a watcher vampire that, like, sits up on, like, high posts and has, like, spotlight eyes, and his whole job is to, like, look for threats. Like the screamer. Yeah, yeah, kind of like the screamer, yeah. And, um, you know, there, there's a few other ones, too. Um, but, like, to kill these guys, like, you have to, so you have to shoot these guys and, and, and weaken them. And the only way you can actually kill them is, like, certain gadgets or you have to stake them through the heart. And if you don't do it, they'll come back. I was kind of wondering if they were going to do the old traditional... Like silver bullets. Yeah. Yeah. Was I... the silver bullets the No, ones? silver bullets is werewolves. Yeah, it's where it's the silver bullets and wolves bane. Yeah, oh, no, totally no. Um, on the vampire. No, vampires are like crosses and garlic and sunshine and stakes through hearts. Yeah. Yeah, definitely thoughts. Yeah, I don't. I don't think silver did anything to vampires. I don't know. Don't well, look that up. here's the Google. Yeah, but um, in this game, I, I I don't know if there's like special ammo types that do anything. Like maybe fire does stuff to them too, um, but like the main the main way you kill them is you whittle down their health until you like stagger, stun them, whatever, and then you get in melee range and you stake them. Um, but traditionally, a silver bullet is supposed to kill a werewolf. Vampires are not particularly affected to silver bullets. Traditionally, traditionally, what kills vampires is a wooden stake in the hair. The hair. The hair. Heart. Gotcha. 
So, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it looks like it's going to be exciting. Um, absolutely, come Tuesday, I, I'm hopping on with it, doing some single player, and then getting on with the guys and, and running through co-op. Um, they they said it's you can play it either way, but they seem to imply that the game is meant to be played with, with friends, is the preferred method of play. Because all the heroes kind of can work together and do like a synergy um, thing. Like you've got um, one girl is kind of like a medic class. She's got a bot friend that helps her out, like a little drone guy. Um, so, you know, obviously healing for teammates and then healing yourself and then distractions, yada, yada, yada. You've got um, another girl and she has... God, I don't, I don't know how to say it, like telekinetic uh, magic voodoo powers or something like that. Uh, the chick can summon like an astral elevator and you can run into it and it like bounce house launches you up into the air. So you can get like verticality and you can do stuff. And she, and these people all have other powers too that are, you know, undisclosed, obviously. Um, you've got um, another dude, he's like a cryptid hunter and um he has like all sorts of gadgets that he's created. So he's like, you know, your, your little team Tesla guy. Um, and I, I've seen, he's got like a little teleporter thing that he's invented. And then he's got like, um, like an area denial, like electric staff that he can slam down. I think that can kill vampires too, maybe. But I mean, at the very least it, you know, it fries everything that's getting close to you. So you can get some breathing room or whatever. And then the last dude has like a ghost eye and a ghost raven thing so i'm assuming it's like a, you know you you send your bird out and it can spot things up in the air above you or something like that but yeah i mean it all sounds it all sounds you know unique at the very least yeah i'm definitely excited for it it's always to find a nice co-op game uh i've always i i want to find an actual like it's almost like the Sons of Forest, but like a zombie game, like Forest. But uh, is Project Zomboid not? Uh, no, stroking your kitty. No, you like you can't. That's that's crazy. <laughs> so, a little back, a little back note. We we all just picked up um, Project Zomboid and started playing that together, and it's as difficult as they say it is. Um, to the point where it's like we really don't know what to do with ourselves because we just kind of die. See, my only issue with that game, like it's it's not a bad game, but it doesn't really seem like there's anything to progress towards in it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Try not to die. Yeah, I mean, and that, that's you know, it, it is weird, but yeah, that's like the whole premise of the game is like, hey, this is how you're surviving until you don't. Yeah. Um, I I feel like if they could explain, like the tutorials, like. It tells you how to, like, do things, but it doesn't tell you, like, what you need to do to live, you know? Which I guess you gotta just gotta figure that out yourself. Like, there's no end goal. It's like a Tamagotchi pet. You're just trying to keep alive from yep. the zombie. Yep, exactly. Um, yeah, you gotta keep them fed. You gotta keep them clothed. You gotta keep them not eaten. Like, like what, I, what I really want is, like, a seven days to die, but, like, extreme. <laughs> Extremely polished. I mean, like seven extreme. days to die is a garbage game. 
I'm not personal opinion. Now. Personal opinion. Bad game. Um, that's just me. I we've played it a few times, and I just I God, I can't get into it. It feels like such a Xbox 360 game that it hurts. I love Xbox 360 era. You know, you you got like Oblivion out of that, which was a fantastic game. There, you know, you got your Gears of Wars and your other things along those lines. But there were some real stinkers in that time period, and um, yeah, Seven Days to Die feels like it's never left that era. Like the Seven Days to Die, that's the premise of like a zombie game that I want, where it's like or windows or this, but like it, garbage. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. Uh, you know, I feel like I could do a sink uh, like a sequel. You know, like, like eight eight days to die or something. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks to die. Like would Dead Island Two not kind of be similar to that though? It's not a base building, I don't think. No, it's not. So how they did Dead Island okay. Two is they also went to a a hub mission select thing. So you've got like a little hub area and stuff like that, and you'll talk to people and you'll get missions, and then you'll go to a small sandbox level basically. Um, you know, and so you've got, um, like a boardwalk area. So like, okay, we, this guy needs you to go do a mission at the boardwalk. So go to the boardwalk and there's like a day and a night. Um, there's not like a night day night cycle. There's like, you can go there during the day or you can go there during the night. Um, so there's like that. You've got like Beverly Hills. You've got like, um, you know, like a m- movie set area, like, you know, like think of like Paramount or whatever, where so they this shoot movies. One's not going to take place in Australia. No, this is this is uh, this is Cali. Um, but I mean, the everything that I've heard about it is like people are a little upset that it isn't like an open world, but at the same time, it's been pretty well received as like a, a fun game. Still, like it's you know. It's kind of like the first Dead Island. It's kind of like Dying Light. Um, it, did they ever explain why the zombie apocalypse happened in the game? Because that's like one of my biggest pet peeves with like most zombie games. They never explain the backstory. Like I think Dead or not Dead Island, uh, Dead Rising, the first one. At a certain point, you get to talk to this one guy. You know, some about the yeah tainted with the virus. As some weird like mad cow disease kind of scenario thing for that one so um dying light it was a um kind of like a uh ngo government entity like you know global entity thing called the gre was making uh they they were weaponizing viruses they were doing you know research on that stuff and you know, they had a lab in Haran and it, it got let loose and it started there. And then, you know, they, they nuked Haran off the map and then they kept doing it because obviously, you know, hey, why not? And then it got out of control again, except this time it got out of control across the world and it was able to evade borders and escape lockdowns. And then, you know, then the entire world had an apocalypse on it. Dead Island if I remember right, it was basically the same thing. Um, you're at a, uh, you start at like a hotel. Um, you know, each character that you can play as there has their own, you know, unique reasons why they're there, what have you. 
But, um, yeah, I think it's another, like, government experiment thing on this, you know, like, tropical island because it's a contained environment. It can't really escape quarantine um, because it's an island and everything will just die there. Um, it, you know, infected people got out and then somehow it got released again out in California or whatever across the world. I don't know. I, I, I personally haven't played the game. I'd like to, but I'm going to wait for a sale on it just because I, there's been a lot of zombie games that's been coming out recently and I'm a little burned out and I've got other things to play. So once that goes on sale, I'll probably pick it up and see, but I don't know if there's a story for, for why it is. They might just be like, yep, stuff happened. It's out. There you go. There you go. I mean, you know, how do zombie outbreaks happen? Somebody was playing God, and it made they made something that shouldn't have happened, and then, you one know... One guy pissed around with one thing, and then that one thing pissed around with that one guy, and that one guy bit somebody, and... It all started went. when people started banging monkeys. I'm gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how aid happened. That's how AIDS happened. That's how, that's how AIDS happened. Just one AIDS. Uh, AIDS, AIDS monkeys were, was the original cause of that. Um, <laughs> poor Will's dying over oh, here. Oh, God. The AIDS. <laughs> the AIDS monkey. Just the one. Oh, God. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, that's that's typically how, how zombie outbreaks go is somebody's playing God. Uh, they're playing with viruses for for money, or I mean, even if it's a benign reason, like they're experimenting how to make cures for stuff. Resident Evil was a Resident Evil cosmetology product or something like that. That's that's what uh, Umbrella kind of started as, and then yeah, they they were selling them. They were weaponizing the viruses to sell, and they were basically going to dirty bomb third world countries that places wanted to you know do hostile takeovers of. But yeah, that's usually how it goes is, you know, people get too big for their britches and mess with stuff that they shouldn't and they think that they're immune to the consequences and then, um, you know, consequences comes back by uh, getting their, you know, brains and flesh eaten. So, fun times. Fun times. Oh, but get uh, back to Redfall after that. Holy crap, is a detour. That was on topic. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, pretty excited for Redfall. It, it's now is it Xbox Game Pass only or is it PC Game Pass? Yeah, it, it's um, yeah, it's it's a Game Pass on um, Xbox Series X and S or Game Pass on PC. So if you got like Game Pass Ultimate, obviously, then you've got access to it on both. Um, Unfortunately, it is not available on previous gen, so no Xbox Ones or One Xs. Has to be Series X or Series S. Um, I didn't know that until I tried to download it on my Xbox One, and it uh, said no. That's discriminatory. It is ridiculous. Are you trying to say my processor's gonna fry if I tried to play this game? <laughs> no, um, they just didn't. They just didn't develop it for the older platforms. You know, different hardwares. They got different limitations. Yada yada yada. My Xbox takes forever to boot up now. Uh, well, I mean, you know, they're they're what fifteen years old now. Uh, I've had mine since Skyrim Online, which y ESO. That's the like. That's the 
only reason I ever bought an Xbox One was to play that. Yeah, November of 2013 is when the Xbox One dropped. Yeah. Um. So it's 10 years old. 10 years old this year. Yeah, it's already time to upgrade. Yep. It is, it is. Um. But, you know chip shortages and um you know we did just have a little bit of a, a little bit of an oopsie with um a virus of our own out here in the real world um and they're still impossible to get the new consoles and they still cost an insane amount of money even though they're cheaper and cheaper to make they still cost ridiculous gobs of money or just grow up and buy a pc <laughs> which thankfully all of us have pcs so we're able to you know play however we need to but um yeah you know it's uh it's good stuff oh <laughs> technical difficulties here oh <laughs> uh, but yeah uh i don't know if we had anything else on the topic board or not i think uh, that's it it's just, uh, just a matter of waiver to come out and play it yep Yep, I'm excited for it. And we're going to try to get gameplay footage up. At least one of us is to get some gameplay footage of one of us playing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, hopefully we're going to start um, expanding out, filling out the slots. You know, life has come up and it's pushed our, our schedulings a little bit. Um, but the goal is we start doing this a little bit more regularly again and we can start uploading some gameplay of some of the games that we've talked about and you know hopefully we can get some feedback from you guys uh what you'd like to see us play do talk about whatever and um go from there anybody interested in any sponsorship we might take one um absolutely um wendy's reach out to me you know i love you <laughs> wendy's come on culvers they got they got good chicken man i i'm a <laughs> I got a weakness. Uh, I still think we should like go play in uh, the Dark Pictures Anthology. Yeah. What? Dark P- Pictures Anthology. So it's like a, it's a horror game series. I don't play games I can't pronounce. <laughs> yeah. Is that one of them bird games? <laughs> oh. Yeah. No, it's it's a it's a choose your own adventure book. The video game. You know. Um. Yeah, we'll it's it's a whole it's a whole series. On another podcast. Yep. But uh, oh. I think we'll wrap that up here. Uh, Thanks for joining us tonight, everybody. If you have anything you want us to talk about or look into, let us know. I think you can get us on our email. Um. But I'm gonna leave that here. Uh, again tonight, joined by. Zach and Dakota and myself, Bill. So uh, we'll see you in the next one. Yep. Thanks for stopping yeah. by.